force myself to go far left. As so do you feel like once you you removed yourself from that environment, you embraced the but did you do you think that you embraced the failure that you felt inside or the fear? Do you feel like you embraced it when you I, got out of the environment? Because I feel like when I, I got mean, out you, of it, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, because when you go and do these extreme things, right, there's a sense of that's like you said, to the extreme. So do you feel like, okay, I'm going to embrace it because of that internal. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I could do this. I'm good. I- I'm good. And all the, mm-hmm. all along the way, while I was doing these things, I felt the fear, yeah. but I was like. Saka Fed, welcome to Unfiltered Liming Podcast. Join us as we reflect on our personal journeys and share our insights, experiences, and stories. From food to music, language to customs, we explore what it means to straddle two cultures and find a sense of belonging in both. Whether you're a first-time generation Caribbean American, a seasoned veteran, or simply curious about the rich tapestries of cultures that make up the Caribbean diaspora. This podcast is for you. We are your host, Lisa, the Dominica Diva. Bertied, the Hasten Sensation. No one's talking, so let's get unfiltered. What up, B? Three. What up, L? All right, let's go. Hi, everybody. Hi, the Liming crew. Welcome back. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode. We're excited to have you here with us. Um, as always, if you're new, thank you. If you've been rocking with us, thank you. We appreciate you um, being here. What's going on with you, Al? Oh, I'm chilling. Day? I'm chilling. My day was good. It was busy, but it was good. Yeah, I like that shirt. Thank very you. Island-like. Thank you. It looks very bright on the camera. It looks very busy, but it's really? cool. No, it looks very liming. You're liming with that shirt. I'm feeling ah, it. Yes, I am. Feeling it. So, yes. um, you what know, we talking there's a lot about going on today? in our lives, right? There's a lot of things going on in our lives, and there's, you know this whole what's next thing of what's happening in our lives, what we have to overcome through not only COVID, but just different stages in our lives. So today we're going to talk about leap of faith, right? Embracing and, uh, you know, embracing and having courage to step out on faith. And what does that mean to you? Because it's an unknown. We just want to talk about it. And if you guys, again, have opinion, we would love to hear from you. So hit us up. But that's what we're going to talk about today. Leap of faith, embracing and having the courage to get into the unknown. So, L, tell me, what does, when you hear leap of faith or stepping into the unknown, what does that mean to you? Well, that's two different things. It means two different things to me. First is if you stepping out on faith, stepping out on the unknown. If you're stepping out on the unknown, you have to at some point be stepping out on faith, right? Mm-hmm. So basically it's the unknown. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Um, this is completely new and it's, it's outside of your comfort zone, right? It's outside mm-hmm. of the box. So sometimes 
we tend to be, you know, it always feels better to be comfortable and not Mm -hmm. step out on faith. But I think Mm -hmm. as we get older, we get a little bit better with stepping out on faith and stepping out on faith means like just exploring something that you have no idea about and just discussing, you know, the actions that you're taking, how it can, this significant decision can um, basically affect your life. Um, It's trust, having belief in it. Also listening to your intuition rather than, you know, the see, being able to see it, you know, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of times when you step on a face, you can't see it, right? You can't mm-hmm. see what you're walking into. So mm-hmm. um, the whole thing about stepping out of faith is like, all right, I, I got blinders off. So just imagine mm-hmm. you put a blindfold on and you're like, hey, I'm just going to step out of here. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to do it. I don't care. Let's just go. You know, yeah. that's what it is to me. That's very good. I would agree. And I think a lot of times, uh, you know, a lot of people may um, agree. And, you know, we get faith a lot of times from spirituality. But in life, I feel like there's there's we always are when you're going from one chapter to another chapter in your life, whether it be in relationship, whether it be, you know, you're going from being 17 to 18 and you're going out as an adult, whether you're, um, you know, pregnant, about to have a baby, all these things, you know, you're being married, you know what I'm saying? You've never been married before and you're, 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 you're stepping out on faith and believing that your spouse is going to be there. So there's just so many things I think people do step out on faith. Um, um, without maybe realizing, but like Lisa said, it is stepping onto the the unknown. But one thing that I would have to also point out is you have to also trust your intuition, right? Because even though like you may not be able to explain or haven't seen it, but sometimes when your intuition, your inner self, whatever you call it, Holy Spirit, something inside of you sometimes like pushes you or gives you like an inclination that it's going to be okay, even though you don't know what it is. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of times, you know, it's overcoming that fear and that doubt when you go into it to know that, okay. And, and understanding that you don't have to have the answer. You don't have to know you just, sometimes it's just taking a step because I think at the end of the day, there's been lots of time. um, If you, don't overcome the fear and the doubt and you don't take the step, then you miss out on connecting with someone. You miss out on an opportunity. You miss out on getting something. So I think um, when you do step out on the on the unknown, like Lisa said, trust your intuition, trust yourself, regardless of what happens, regardless if it's good, if it's bad, because in every step, step that you take, you're going to learn something. You're going to gain something, right? Um, and whatever fear and doubt comes because we like to be comfortable, I feel, right? We like to um, stay what we know the best, you know what I mean? Like a baby in the womb and they come out and, you know, they want to stay in because it's comfortable and then they come out and they're they're screaming and all this other stuff. It's because it's that, oh, I'm into this world and I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Sorry, I, you know, I try not to cuss. But it's just like you come out, you know what I mean? Uh, and you come out and there's other parts that I feel like you you're thinking about being judged, right? You're Mm -hmm. thinking about everybody else, right? Everybody else is going to have an opinion about what you're stepping out on and stuff like that. So there's also that fear and that doubt. Um, But I feel like even if you fear 
that you don't know what's going to happen or you feel the failure or you fear like you have doubt, it's okay. Like, I, I feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to overcome fear because in life you are going to have fear. You are going to have doubt. That's what makes us human. That's what makes us connected. But you have to overcome that to, to be able to go to the next step onto the unknown. <laughs> yeah, but how do you what are examples of how you overcome the fear though? You just take the step. Sometimes you literally have to take the step. It's just like when you I would say it's like when you go to a roller to an amusement park, you get on the tall behind roller coaster. You trusting that it's going to keep, you're going to be safe, but you're going there because you, even though you're, you're, you're scared shitless because you know, you're going to be scared. You know, that drop is coming. You know, that it's like that adrenaline, but you still get on the ride because mm-hmm. it's fun. It's because you understand. So I feel like it's like that. So I think a lot of times we take those risks. We think that are maybe not so significant, but then realizing that's what it is because you're stepping on there, trusting, first of all, that these people are going to do what they need to do and you're going to make it out there safe. But then at the same time, you're trusting you know that seatbelt going to work. Yeah. But yeah. you know that that drop is going to come to yeah. put your stomach to the back of your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But let me ask you a question also too. Why is it so, some people are so fearless and some other people are crippled by fear. I think it's just, again, goes back to, they haven't overcame fear because some people like I'll use like I'll use my son, for example, when he was um, because he's very smart and things like that. And there would be times where I would have to push him to try new things. Right. Because he was just like once he knew something, he wanted to stay in that comfort level because he was like, I know it. Right. He didn't want to to to, to kind of like push himself because he didn't want to fail. You understand what I mean? Like sometimes it's just really people have that fear of, I don't want to fail. I don't want to be judged. I don't want, you know what I mean? They have self doubt and they don't push to understanding that what I had to teach my child is even if you fail, you're going to learn something. You're going to become a better person. So I think a lot of times it's, that judgment of, oh, if I fail, then I'm going to be judged, right? If I You're going to be judged and yeah. yeah, judged and also too, like you failed, like the world is over. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think also too, the message of failing has to change. That's yeah. the thing. It's the message, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, instead of now with the kids in school, right? You have mm-hmm. a competition, now they're giving mm-hmm. kids all these participation mm-hmm. trophies. Like what if you yep. give everybody a participation trophy or everybody gets a prize, what are they learning? Yeah. What are they learning? They are they to- really are they really trying to learn that okay, you might not have won this? Now mm-hmm. what is the result of that? You have to work a little bit yeah. harder so that next yeah. time when you go back into it, you can be able end up in first place. So, yeah. I think um, also, too, from young and even adults, too, we have to change the message with fear, right? And failing, yeah. sorry. You have to change the message with failing. Like, it's okay to fail. What did you learn? Mm-hmm. What could you do better? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, also, too, I think also, too, it's a lot of, you know, bringing out Caribbean, uh, mm-hmm. Caribbean background into this also, too. 
I yeah. think, and I think also to American, American culture and Caribbean mm-hmm. culture too. I think a lot of time fear is passed down from the parents mm-hmm. to the child. So whatever fears I have, I automatically put it onto my children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, this happened yeah. to me. So I'm, I'm going to make sure my child mm-hmm. feels the same way I feel too, mm-hmm. which is actually detrimental. Yeah. Because when you do that, you don't know what the capabilities or mm-hmm. your great potential that or things that you have could have accomplished in life. Mm-hmm. But it's those fears that have been instilled in you, mm-hmm. your parents' fears that actually mm-hmm. slows you down and makes mm-hmm. you become, I feel like sometimes underdeveloped. That I don't even you. know if anybody, huh? I agree. It cripples you. It cripples. Oh my God. It cripples you yeah. because the, because thing at the end is, of the day, like at the end of the day, it cripples you that then you're not making calculated decisions. You're not taking yes. calculated risk, right? Yes. Because the Which, thing about it, think about it like you said, your parents put this fear in you. So then when you become an adult, then some of the risks that you should be like, okay, it doesn't matter whether I fear, you know, I fail or not, I'm going to take this risk. And a lot of times I feel like that's what keeps us from trusting ourselves, right? Trusting that inner intuition. So that way we could step on, like, I might not be able to see it, but I'm trusting myself and my intuition to take this leap of faith and whatever happens, happen. Because at the end of the day, I think what we don't get, like what I think the message, like you're saying, that needs to change is that, now you hear, you know, within the American culture that there's still a lesson that you're going to learn. And it's so funny because if you think about faith from a spirituality kind of point, right? I'm not overly spiritual. I'm just taking it from because, you know, faith and spirituality kind of sometimes go hand in hand is the fact that we talk about faith from the biblical sense, but then most of the people that God used in the Bible when he used them, we would consider them to be failure at some point in time, right? Like they were doubting themselves. They were like, oh my gosh, why am I chosen? Like you take David, like he was the last one. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's dead when the when the guy, the prophet came and was like, yo, God said somebody from your house is going to be king. And he brought everybody, didn't think about David until last minute. You understand what I'm saying? So imagine like what you're saying, your parents, like, oh, well, I have this child, I have this child, I have this child, and you're last. And he's like, you sure you don't have another one? Like for your parents, like Lisa said, they didn't even think about like potentially you could be the person that they're talking about. And the guy was like, you sure you ain't got no other son? It's like, oh yeah, but you know, he's young and that's basically what happened. If you think, I'm I'm paraphrasing y'all because you know, the Bible and me, our stories, me and the Lord know, it's like, yeah, I got this one child, but you know, it's not really, I don't think, you know. And that's the crazy thing. Cause that story, that's not for that parent to make that decision. That was not for that person yeah. to make that decision. And what happens yeah. going back to the crippling, it could be mm-hmm. something so basic, yo, so mm-hmm. basic that you don't even understand like, all right, I'm about to cross this street over here, but now nah, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. Let me yep. No, I shouldn't. So then now you're riddled with doubt Mm -hmm. on the smallest things, the most minute things that you don't take the risk. And how many times I would say there has been time and I'll, I'll use this as an example. There has been time in my life where I, I, I've been like, okay, 
I would have to make a decision that would matter in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would sit with myself and like, okay, I feel really peace. But then sometimes, and I think that's another thing too, we doubt ourselves. So then we inquire some people we trust, right. And Mm -hmm. we, we inquire their opinion and their perspective because we trust these people. And it's funny because in a particular incident, I did that and I made the decision that I didn't have the doubt, right? I was like, I'm getting in this car. I'm going on this trip. I'm good. Like my, and then I talked to my council of people that I, and it is like, because they had doubt that they told me, I was like, wait a minute. I started second guessing myself because I already made this calculated risk. I was like, I'm taking this trip. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm supposed to be there. And then, you know what I mean? And then they kind of like put their doubt and fear in me. Then I was just like, I sat there and then, but overcame that because I was like, you know what, whether it happens this way or happens that way, I think that's what is calculated. You tell yourself it could go one way or two ways, but what do you have to lose? Because you don't have anything to lose. I feel like if you take the calculated risk, as long as you're, the decision is yours to make and you embrace it with the uncertainty, it doesn't matter because if I had gone and it didn't turn out, guess what? I gained some other stuff. I was supposed, there's times where I've gone places and I've met people that I was supposed to, I've gotten money. You understand what I'm saying? If I didn't, you understand, there's so many times like, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's just like that feeling when you don't, um, they, your friends ask you to go out and then you'd be like, I don't Mm -hmm. feel like going, I don't want to go. And you Mm -hmm. hum and ha and find all kinds of reason. And finally they outside and you like, Oh God, they drag you out. And then you end up having the time of your life. You ever notice that you end up having the time of your life. You're like, what the hell was that? I should have been one out. And sometimes I feel like it's because when you do that, you align with your purpose. That's yeah. what it is. I feel That's like what when that, you is. Talk, okay. that is what it is. I feel like a lot of times when you do take that leap of faith, some type of way, whether it's good, bad, and different, it always lines you up. Like it has a funny way of always lining you up. Yeah. With I didn't even think of it like that. I didn't think yeah. of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you, cause you're, you're exploring right yourself. You're taking these bold actions that if you don't take it, then I feel like, like you said, you don't grow, you don't fully develop. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just like, again, example of my son, like he was such a picky eater that I'll be like, try this. And he's like, because whatever, you know, he's not even like, he's young. Mm -hmm. And now because I was just like, do me this favor try it at least like that's before he tried it like before he tasted it he would be like no i don't like it because yo but the question is who put that in him that to to know that he's not gonna like that that's the question because i'm not that's the thing because he was just like i think it's like he just hears it i don't know because it had to come from somewhere yeah and then i'll be like all you got to do is try it one time if you try it and then you make an informed decision that you don't like it yes but before and it's so funny because you know what's funny now there's a lot of things that he's like i didn't like it but now he likes it 
You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. of just trying it. I'm like, try it. And there are things that he's tried and he's like, oh, no. And then your taste develop as you grow and stuff like that. But there's things. But that that's like life, mm-hmm. right? That's like yeah. life. We try different things. And as we get older, how we feel and look at things develop, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for me, yeah. I feel like because I feel like the family home, my family home was so how do I want to say, I feel, I'm going to say it, it was riddled with fear and, you know, super cautious and whatever. The flip Mm -hmm. side to me, I was like, I knew inside, I do not want to be like that. So because I don't want to be like that, I'm going to go hella extreme. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do all extreme things. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel basically you embrace the learning. But but no, but the the thing is, I embrace the learning, but also to just like you said, intuition, I recognized at a young age that fear that was putting on me, I felt it inside. And at a young age, I guess that was intuition. I don't know what it was. I was like, it was like a force I had to fight against. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I'm going to go do all the extreme things. And I think that's why I got into like jet skiing, motorcycles, whatever. Mm -hmm. It was like force myself to go far left. So do you feel like once you you removed yourself from that environment, you embraced the but did you do you think that you embraced the failure that you felt inside or the fear? Do you feel like you embraced it when you I, got out of the environment? Because I feel like when I, I got mean, out of you, Yeah. Go yeah, because when you go and do these extreme things, right? There's a sense of that's like you said, to the extreme. So do you feel like, okay, I'm gonna embrace it because of that internal yeah. And I was like, all right, I could do this. I'm good. I- I'm good. And I, all the, mm-hmm. all along the way, while I was doing these things, I felt the fear, yeah. but I was like, I knew at a young age, like, yo, I got to push through it now. However, then when I removed myself out of the environment, I was still doing the risky things. And then I noticed, all right, I got my own environment. I create mm-hmm. my own peace. I don't have those things around me so I can settle down now. Right. Mm-hmm. but yeah. still as time goes on it's embedded in you that fear so it's something you mm-hmm. constantly have to work at you mm-hmm. can't like you say get comfortable get complacent mm-hmm. which in turn years went by and I feel like I did have certain things in my life I got very comfortable again so then it's mm-hmm. like you know what you gotta shake yourself up because yeah it's it's good you know what and also to part of our tools or tips also mm-hmm. is that it's something that is going to be continuously ongoing. Mm-hmm. Don't think for a minute that you're going to wake up one day and be like, I am healed. Mm-hmm. I've been. Yeah. Out, out. Yeah. Don't do I that. Mean, and don't go to know if somebody's laying hands on you, telling you that you're going to nope. be healed from. No, nope. they are a false prophet. Sorry. Don't let nobody touch you. This is, wait a minute. This is a whole nother conversation. Oh my we'll gosh, Lisa. Sorry. Sorry. Never mind. Oh uh, my what, God. Let's just get back. What were we talking about? You didn't mean that. Yeah. Embracing. I, you, you were saying that you were embracing. And then the other thing too, I feel like in you, because I'm sure in those instances where you were, you did, you know, do those things. I'm sure there was failure. I know there are some things that I did and they did fail. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I want to say this. I wouldn't consider it a failure, but I'm going to say I I did get married and I got divorced, right? So then 
and my family, they would consider that to be a failure, right? And for me, sometimes, and I'm going real personal because this is, you know, this I think that's what it is. Because when you get married, you're stepping out on faith to be with this person for the rest of your life. And you don't know where it's going to take you, right? That's like a big leap of faith you're trusting. So when it doesn't work out the way you think it's going to work out, that could cripple you. That could be like, oh my gosh, like I made this decision. But what I would say is in that Again, I'm not calling it failure because my son came out of it, but it's a failure to the point that my marriage didn't last. Does that make sense? I want to make sure that it's it's Uh distinguished in that. But I've learned from that. And I think certain things that you do fail fail in or fail failure, however they say, you become a better person. So had you not failed, Uh I think you don't get certain certain life lessons, Uh right? To be Uh able to teach you, like you said, Lisa, those development, maybe tools and tips that your parents put on you. So when you don't take those calculators, you don't take that lip of it, when you don't embrace it, there are certain things that you don't learn. And you know what I'm saying? From, From that. So if you're only successful, that's a warp. Sense, sense of, of reality. reality. Warped sense of reality. Mm-hmm. It's warped because you're not learning anything. And I think in failure, you, you know what I'm saying? You learn and then you also learn to be resilient, mm-hmm. right? You you learn to, to be able to develop the practices that you need. You learn to, what is it? You, you develop strategies to say, oh, I took this le- leap of faith and stepped on this. And it didn't turn out this way because of X, Y, Z, right? So then you cultivate a sense of positivity of, okay, I learned this, this, this from that. So then the next time you're able to see it coming faster, you're able to be positive because you've given yourself grace. And then your mindset, I think, is a little bit sharper. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. Because you've developed those self-practices that I think sometimes, because when you're successful, you're celebrating yourself all the time. When you're failing, that's for some people don't learn from failure because you're going to repeat it. But if you're failing and you're learning from it, then you're developing, you've analyzed yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You you have developed, okay, what about me contributed to this? You've sat down and put strategies together. You've you considered all like the outcomes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then- yeah. And then you're able to, you know what I'm saying? Like you're seeking support from your community. You're seeking guidance and counseling from the right people for you to be able to, you're reading books. You know what I'm saying? You're, mm-hmm. you're finding. You're doing the work. Like Lisa says. Yeah. Like Lisa you're said, you're, you're like, okay, when I get like this, I need to take a walk and take three deep breaths. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the last time when I didn't take three deep breaths, I cussed everybody out and I was not pretty. That's just what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. You do. Yeah. So you, exactly. You know what I mean? And then you're yeah. able, you're able to what? Celebrate your success. Yes. But just to piggyback yeah. on that, you mentioned about celebrating success, right? Mm-hmm. People have to define what success is to them. Because yeah. success is what somebody else's success is not your success, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to define what that is for you. What what do you want yeah. that to look like? Like Mm -hmm. you cannot go based on other people because you cannot walk in other people's shoes. Right. 
So it's not your failure. No, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not because their success too. It, you're right. It's not your failure because they have failures. Trust me, they mm-hmm. have failures, but you don't know anything about it. Right. Because mm-hmm. people only put out what they want you to put out. Mm-hmm. So you have to you block don't know out what the they noise. overcame. Yes. Yeah, you don't know what they overcame. You yep. don't know what that stepping out of faith was for them. You don't mm-hmm. know what they had to mentally calculate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know what they had to nurture. You don't know what talk they had to. You don't know what, like Lisa said, what their parents put in them that they're, yeah. you know, acknowledging and, and, and things like that. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you have to definitely. celebrate what you are. Mm-hmm. You have to be grateful for who you are, what you've overcome, what mm-hmm. you've learned and what mm-hmm. you've embraced, you know what I mean? And your success. And then when you do have other people that share their overcoming of doubt and fear and failure, you also can't compare what no. they say to you. You got to mm-hmm. be, you got to celebrate their success and gratitude, mm-hmm. no matter how small or how, you know, like, mm-hmm. You're like, okay, that's what you are. Like, you know, there's time when you 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 do tell people like, oh, I was able to not eat a Kit Kat today. And to them, they're like, oh, that's but to that person, that's that a win. Like that's a huge win. Yeah. Yeah. So even though is. it's minor to you, but it's, for them, so you gotta um acknowledge your progress, but also acknowledge your group of friends, your circle, your community, their progress too, and mm-hmm. not compare. Like Lisa no. said, um, regardless of the outcome, Girl. you know what I mean? Like, man, and you got to embrace it. Thing, that comparing thing, it rocks my soul. Episode, it, it, oh, my God. Another that's another episode. episode. Lord, yeah. that just hurts yeah. my soul. <laughs> that, that competition and competing against each other. Look at him. No. But like, no. Any, but anybody that's say, competing in your circle does not need to be in your circle. No. And let me tell you something. Again, this is another another conversation again if you feel it and you listen to your intuitions it will never fail you it will never that doubt no what is it lisa overcome the doubt of what you think that they should not be there and take the leap of faith and exonate out of them out of your group if they come around they come around if they don't come back but sometimes we do like trust like they used to say overcome that fear and doubt that tells you that somebody should be in your circle that they shouldn't be for whatever season whatever time it's okay as long as you do it again calculate the risk and do it give yourself grace give yourself you know that that grace give them grace have the conversation and it's okay because at the end of the day it's what's next for you it's not what's next for them. It's not what's next for everybody else. And then you sit in there miserable, can't move on, and you are letting what your blessing should be and you activate in because you already know and you're not being your authentic self around them yep. because it's yep. going to come out. And then guess what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You're going to blow up. So at the end of the, the time, like we're encouraging you guys to have the right mindset when you are leaping into those situations because guess what the other thing two people don't talk about with leap of faith there's gonna be situation where you fail and people are gonna be like i told you so be prepared for that you also are gonna be moments where you succeed let's be very clear on that and you ain't gonna hear crickets you, no, you are so gonna hear crickets you, you are gonna hear crickets <laughs> 
you you gonna hear crickets you're not gonna hear not a darn thing because guess what they're not gonna celebrate you if you do they're 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 not gonna celebrate you if you do and they're not gonna celebrate you if you don't because the thing about I, it, well real people, people real friendships will celebrate yeah. you real friendships yeah. will celebrate you, you. You yeah. want the people that recognize it and celebrate you and are grateful for you. But that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, you have to also have the mindset that the people that don't, for whatever reason, to be okay with your leap of faith, to be okay with taking that, stepping into the unknown. Because ultimately, when you came into this world, you came on your own. And when you, when go, you leave this world, you are going on your own. On your own. Mm-hmm. So... Why do we put so much emphasis on what other people think? That's again another episode. Again, that's so my episode. tip is be prepared. Take your leap of faith. And as long as you, God, your spirit, whoever you believe in, don't believe in, are okay with it, be okay with it. Yes. But Thanks, B. Oh, that was a great discussion. Great. Thanks, B. Well, y'all know what what to do. We're going to put some other relatable things that we think you're going to like up here somewhere. Y'all know how YouTube, there's a square somewhere. There's a, there's a bell, I think, for notifications. Subscribe somewhere over here. So leave us your comment. Leave us tips on your leap of faith, what keeps you encouraged, what you're grateful for. We want to hear what you're grateful for. That's another for. thing, yeah. You've overcame things. We want to hear what you are giving yourself and celebrating. So we want to hear. We want to celebrate you. So maybe we'll pick, you know, the top five people and we'll shout you out, D-Line yeah. crew, on, mm-hmm. on what you're celebrating, what success and what you're grateful and gratitude, what you overcame that you're being um, grateful for and that you succeeded in overcoming. All right. And so, last but not least, like you said, mm-hmm. take that leap. Just, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it, but take that leap. <laughs> take that leap. Exactly. Yes. On that note, thank you. And we'll see you to the next, next episode. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Unfiltered Lyman Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insight. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, exciting content. And if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or a story you'd like to share, please reach out to us via our website. Join us again next Thursday for another unfiltered conversation about the rich diversity and complexity of the Caribbean American experience. Until then, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep celebrating the unique cultural heritage that makes us who we are. Unfiltered Lyman is edited and produced by Unfiltered Lyman.